Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Afternoon, all. Thank you so much for being with us today. It is now 4.06 at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. And uh, we are, of course, to be found uh, in a variety of places, 106.3 WORD.com and 101.5 FM in Anderson and 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. We'd love to hear from all of you in the approved methods thereof, the Ingalls Advantage talk line, one 800 347 1063-1800-347-1063 and the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307-71307. Well, all set to land back in restrictive COVID-19 zones this week are portions of Upper Manhattan, New York City, parts of Staten Island and Long Island, according to New York Governor Andy Cuomo. So far, he has not uh, been forcing anyone to go to nursing homes there. Uh, Cuomo said at a uh, news conference, we have several communities that are in the warning track. Right now, unless they dramatically change the trajectory of the infection rate this week, we will go into these zones. Uh, parts of uh, they, they're Apparently, they're doing the color coding. Remember that, the old uh, color coding threat for uh, terror attacks? Well, They've got that in New York State as regards the pandemic now. Parts of uh, Staten Island, New York, will go into an orange zone. Parts of Staten Island will go into red zone at the current rate. And uh, on and on it goes. Upper Manhattan, this will merely be a yellow zone for those of you who happen to reside there. As will parts of Nassau and Suffolk counties. That's the uh, portions of Long Island in the New York metropolitan area. And... uh, in yellow zones, those are the least restrictive. That means in-person restaurant dining is limited to four people per table. And overall, indoor capacity kept at 25%. New York City restaurants were already at that 25% uh, limit. And the governor last week ordered bars and restaurants with liquor licenses to close at 10 p.m. daily, which is interesting. Apparently, we have here a party-going virus. Apparently, up till 10 p.m. at night, you're okay. At 10.01 p.m., this virus really starts knocking back the liquor, as best I can possibly understand. What is the magic of a 10 p.m. date uh, or time uh, for uh, some kind of curfew is, is beyond me. But anyway, that's how they're tackling this thing in, uh, in New York. 
I do recall back to this past summer thinking, well, it's been since March. I can't wait for Labor Day when this is all over. Yeah, well, that didn't work out too well. Nine minutes now past four at 106.3 WORD, and here we move forward. It is, I think, very important for people in government, that is to say people with authority, very important for people with authority to recognize that there is no really good answer here. They are not going to be in a position to come up with something that is just, quote, good. Like most of life's choices, the choice will not be good or bad. The choice will be bad or worse. Somebody is going to get hurt. The idea that we can just close down businesses and schools and uh, nobody gets hurt because there's a, a lessened chance of catching the virus fails to take note of the people who are seriously hurt by not getting a proper education by people whose businesses are going out of business, who simply do not have the resources to hang on. There is, on the left, apparently such ignorance of a free market economic society that, that they apparently think that these businesses all have a money tree growing out back and uh, they can simply pluck $100 bills off the money tree to pay the payroll. Can't do that. They do not have, like the federal government has, printing presses, big vats of green ink to knock out additional currency. They don't have that either. <laughs> Where this notion came from, I don't know. But the point is that if you just lock everything down, everything isn't hunky-dory. And there will be people who will be, yes, dying by virtue of things such as depression and suicide and a host of other maladies. So you have got to move forward with the full understanding. And if necessary, you might even level with the public. You might simply hold a news conference and tell them this is what's going to happen. We think that this is the path of least harm to the fewest people because that's what politicians are going to have to do. Politicians do not like to ever do anything that the public perceives as bad. Well, I'm sorry, but sometimes the job simply has that. It, it goes with the with the job description. In this particular case, it goes with the job prescription. I think reasonably we're going to have to proceed with the notion that schools can, in fact, reopen. Does that mean that this could, in fact, expose some student or some faculty member or some administrator? to the virus? Yeah, sure does. And you take every precaution that you can. And yes, you socially distance and wear masks and all the rest of that. You, whatever, wear hazmat suits, dip everybody in, uh, in uh, sheets of plastic, whatever. But you have to move forward. The, the entire country cannot simply sit on hold waiting for some solution here. The vaccine, which, by the way, thanks to Donald Trump, is going to be out faster than we could ever have reasonably conceived possible, is going to make a big difference. Uh, I will be getting my shot the first that I can get my shot. I, I may have to tell my doctor that I am a 95-year-old firefighter to be first in line, but that's fine. Hey, it's the era of lying. So in any event, I'll get to, I'll get my shot as fast as I can get it. Uh I don't think that for anybody who's paid any attention that this will ever become the, the Biden vaccine. It wasn't his. He, he will have inherited this if, in fact, he is sworn in on January 20th. It will not be his vaccine, but uh, certainly uh, he'll get the, the benefit from it if, in fact, it turns out that he is, in fact, sworn in. So 
I have something for the media here, and that is if you would like to be actually useful, here is something that you could do. You might stake out the Andrew Cuomo Thanksgiving. I would be very curious as to whether or not you have uh, a very small gathering, whether or not you have, in short, all of the various restrictions that have been placed on the citizens of New York State adhered to by your governor. I'd love to know. I would love to see what uh, could be seen just by staking out cameras and reporters wherever Andrew Cuomo is holding Thanksgiving this year, whether it's at the gubernatorial mansion or wherever. It would just be interesting to watch people coming and going, and we'll just simply see if, in fact, that's that's the case. Uh, I got Doug in Fountain Inn who calls in this afternoon. Hello, Doug. Hey, how you doing, Jim? I'm well, sir. Thank you. Got a, good. Got a question here. Tara beat it to death this morning that, you know, everything that's going on in Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan now, the Secretary of State says, you know, well, it's too late. You know, we're fixing to certify. If this stuff, everybody keeps saying it's illegal, it's illegal, it's illegal, it's unconstitutional. If it's illegal, why are they not taking them to court? And when one court says no, go to another court. You know, we well, they are taking them to court. But we're not doing anything. They are taking them to but court. But then it throws it out, then you don't hear any more. Well, that depends. I mean, I'm not sure the extent to which court shopping or judge shopping is an available option here. If it is, I hope they avail <laughs> themselves of every such opportunity. Again, yeah. uh, there are only certain courts that will have jurisdiction, and uh, my assumption would be that they'll they'll hit every one that's available to them. But there is a point beyond which, if the courts say no, they may be wrong and they may be perpetrating a fraud, but that is not all of the fact that you, you can run out of courts, Doug. Well, yeah, but yeah, well, I guess you can run out of courts, but you know, would it not just, could you not ask the Supreme Court to look at it? Well, certainly all of these have the potential for appeal to the Supreme Court. That is absolutely true. Even even in a state, if you go to the uh, the state Supreme Court, uh, then you can appeal from a state Supreme Court to the federal Supreme right. Court. You certainly can. And I would expect that many of these will, in fact, be so appealed. I really would. I hope so. I just, you know... I do. I am absolutely in favor of the president fighting every step of the way. I simply note that there aren't an infinite number of steps available. Yeah. Okay. But I hope he fights every last one of them. They'll use them all. I do. Uh, Absolutely. Every last one, Doug. Thank you for your call (laughs) and your listenership, Doug. Appreciate that. Uh, More to come. Jimbo for Bobby Mack. The time now is 4.15. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. How do you do? Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for being with us today at uh, 1-800-347-1063, the Ingalls Advantage talk line, and uh, Ron in uh, Fountain Inn has uh, called in with some thoughts today. Hey, Ron. Hey, how you doing today? I'm, I'm well, thank you. Uh, I have a question. Just because the state certifies uh, uh, Biden as uh, gives him all his, all the electoral votes, and then they come and discover all the fraud that caused to be certified. Can it be uncertified? I uh, that's a very good question, uh, and I don't know from uh, just a, a casual reading of the Constitution that that's not possible. Uh, I'm not sure that that's that's one for the lawyers, I mean, Ron. It would I certainly mean, it seems reasonable to me, Ron. Fraud vitiates everything. Well, it ought to. Yeah, I hope so. I, again, I this would probably boil down to whatever some court has said in the past and whatever precedent has been established. But yes, I would agree that uh, your notion that a state should have the right based on on additional information to uncertify or decertify uh, would make sense to me. Yeah. There was a legislator uh, here in South Carolina that told a friend of mine several years ago, said, we pass unconstitutional laws every day. It's up to the court to decide whether they're constitutional or not. Well, courts uh, do decide constitutionality. That's, that's, uh, that's certainly true. Uh, again, whether or not a given law is unconstitutional. There are things, of course, that, that can be stopped if someone in the legislature says, uh, I don't think that's constitutional, and enough people agree, or if a governor says, I'm not signing that, uh, that's unconstitutional, or if the state uh, courts, uh, leading to the state Supreme Court, says that's unconstitutional. There are various steps along the way, but uh, yeah. it, it has well, to follow that process. I've been thinking about this. You know, just because a, a state certifies it, and it's found out that fraud is what caused them to get all the votes, then, you know, can't it be uncertified? Uh, that's just I, I honestly don't know, and I would be very curious uh, whether or not 
uh, in fact, that's ever been done. Uh, uh, again, uh, if there is any precedent in this particular case, that would certainly answer a lot of questions there because judges just love to fall back on precedents. Uh, and I, I oh, don't see any, any flaw in your logic, Ron, what you say ought to be. Thank we'll, you very we'll name, much. We'll name you to the state Supreme Court, Ron. How's that? You have a blessed day, brother. Blessed day to you, too, sir. Thank you very much, Ron, and the fountain in there. Why can't a state uncertify or decertify? Uh, again, uh, it is up to the state legislature to so certify. The question of changing their mind, uh, I don't know. That's something for the, uh, the lawyers to have to look into. Uh, but I don't see anything that would indicate that that uh, could not be done uh, arbitrarily. There, of course, are deadlines, uh, certainly beyond which, for example, the deadline for the the Electoral College uh, to vote. The deadline for certification this year is December the 8th. The deadline this year for the Electoral College to cast its ballots is December the 14th. Uh, so there, it's not as though there would not be uh, some limit uh, to, to this sort of thing. But prior to that time, I think that uh, Ron makes a very valid point. Why could a state not uh, do just exactly that? Uh, it is not uh, clear to me, but then again, they didn't ask me. Uh, by the way, if you missed this, uh, and this is not official, but uh, word is from those inside the uh, Biden camp that he is going to name the uh, former chair of the Federal Reserve Board, Janet Yellen, to become the next Treasury Secretary. She is 74, uh, was the, would be the first woman to run the Treasury Department, the first person ever to hold the top three economic positions in American government. She had been the chair of the Federal Reserve Board and also was chair of the White House Council of Economic Advisors in the uh, Clinton administration. So Janet Yellen, uh, a lot of people think that uh, she would get quick confirmation from the Senate just by virtue of the fact that many of the same senators who would vote for her on Treasury uh, have already uh, voted to confirm her in the past. Wall Street seems to like her with news of that, which of course is not official yet, but the Dow Industrial Average shot up more than 130 points. Uh, it would apparently be a signal that uh, more fiscal stimulus is on the way to offset the crumbling economic effects of the coronavirus. So uh, that's the word, not as yet officially uh, confirmed, but that is uh, the word that uh, Joe Biden, assuming that in fact he is in fact certified as the winner, which is uh, not yet a fact, but if it is, that he would want as his Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen. All right, 27 now past the hour of uh, 4 p.m. Jimmy and Easley. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, or put it another way, hello, Jimmy. Uh, hello, my friend. Now, Hi there. This, this what I say can be checked. The Michigan Board, Certification Board, Georgia Certification Board, now, anybody go up online right now and watch them if they want to on YouTube. There were more people voting. I mean, the guy that was protesting, he went down the line with proof. He said there's 300 people that would testify to it. He said he was in Wayne County. He said he he personally watched uh, the transfer of information, didn't care to chain of command. Plus the fact in Michigan, in a a lot of counties, and he went down through the district of precincts and said there are more votes in this precinct 
then there are registered voters. Same thing happened in I Georgia. Know. But, you know, I'm there are such charges made in a number of states, Jimmy. Well, I mean, if, if there are more people voting than you have registered voting, there's the problem. I mean, it's not hard to prove. You got more people voting than exist. Right. If, in fact, that, that is the case, it's, absolutely. By definition, somebody is voting fraudulently. You are quite correct. And, I mean, this is not some right-wing theory, left-wing, whatever. This I agree. Is, like, if you want to stay on the line, Jimmy, we can chat on this after the break, but uh, we'll be back with more in just a moment. It's now 429. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I do. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for being with us today, Jimbo, for Bobby Mack uh, this week, except for Thanksgiving Day. And uh, Bobby Mack uh, returns uh, in a best-of segment, I believe, on uh, Thanksgiving Day. And then, of course, uh, week from today, Monday the 30th, he'll be back here live and direct. We were talking to Jimmy and Easley, and uh, the uh, news had uh, come up, and we had to pause for that. But, Jimmy, I gather you're still there, right? Yeah. uh, And, uh, you know, anybody out there, I'm not blowing smoke. I mean, go up and look it up for yourself. If these things are going on now, all you got to do is, is go on the Internet, click in the, the Michigan uh, Vertification Board, and same thing in Georgia. There was another question that was asked about how many Democrats run the polls. And uh, she says, well, that's all we could get. He said, that's not true because I have a number of Republicans that tried to to, to get the job. She says, well, I'm sick. I got to go to the doctor. Listen to it. (laughs) The the woman that does the hiring. uh, In other words, you got more people voting than actually is registered, not even close, both in Georgia and Michigan. And I've heard that about Wisconsin, but I've not been able to link onto their line and listen. But these two things, I've actually sat and listened to the hearing as it went on. Um, this is downright crooked. Well, there's no I mean, question about the fact that we've got to get to the bottom of it. There is a process, and that's what the Trump team is now pursuing. And uh, they've got to be allowed the chance to do so. I'm with you. Yeah, well, well you know... If we don't have any faith in our elections, we might as well be a communist country. Seriously. I mean, this information is not something Jimmy's making up. 
This is something, a vertification board in Michigan, that's what they're doing is vertification. I know I'm not pronouncing it right, but they well, certify there, uh, there... the board. Well, there are there are processes and uh, procedures in this particular case, I suppose, that the Michigan legislature would be the next place to go to, which happens to be in Republican hands. So that would be the next stop. So there are there are appeals, if you will. And of course, the courts are always waiting uh, as another possible avenue. So again, uh, December the 8th is the deadline for states to certify. And we are a long way from December the 8th. So you're right. Yeah, the same thing happened in Georgia. And uh, uh-huh. they are. There were more more people voting in Wisconsin than it actually existed in Wisconsin. So I mean, there's some cheating somewhere. I mean, uh, yeah. So if 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 the fruit of the vine is dead, there is no fruit of it. And so if you're getting more votes than you than you even well, if, supposed to have, if there are more votes they, cast and there are people registered to vote, you're absolutely correct that that is automatic sign that uh, something was done illegally. So I'm with you, Jimmy. Uh, let's go to Paul in uh, Powdersville. Hello, Paul, and good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Good, good, good. Let me throw something at you. So let's say Dabo and the Tigers play the Gamecocks of South Carolina and Clemson loses the game. And as soon as the game is over, Dabo says, we were cheated. They cheated against us, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What is the first thing the group of commissioners for the ACC or whoever, SEC, what is the first thing they're going to ask Dabo to do? They're going to say, hey, Dabo, where's your proof that they cheated? Do you agree uh-huh. to that simple statement? Well, yeah, sure. Jim? Okay. Uh, hello. And hello, Dabo, Earth, Earth to Paul. Yes, I agree. Go okay. ahead. What? All right. All right, my friend. So three, four days later, Dabo has not presented any proof, right? He hasn't presented anything. This fact. In your hypothetical example, okay. In my hypothetical example, okay. So then, what are they going to say to him? They're going to say, "Well, they're going to say, forget about it." They're going to say, "You've got, you've got no proof. Your complaint is disallowed, and South Carolina wins the game." End of discussion. Now, I is there an appeals process where you could go to the NCAA? I don't know, but your point, I, I suppose, is that you've got to have the goods at some point, and yes, you have to have well, the goods. Let's say in our hypothetical situation, there is an appeals process, and they appeal to the NCAA, and the NCAA uh-huh. says the same thing. We appreciate your sentiment. Where is well, that's your it. proof? And Dabo the NCAA is the proof. Supreme Court of College Sports, and that's the end of it. Right, and they say that's the end of it. No, but that the is the end of it. It's not they no. say that's the end of it. That would be the end of it. Right, but here's my hypothetical. But the Clemson fans say, no, Dabo says we were cheated. They cheated. I don't well, care no, what if, the NCAA if, if at that point, Paul, to continue your analogy, which I'm sure at some point will break down here, but at that point, nobody would care what the Clemson fans had to say. The situation would have been adjudicated. That's the end of it. You can bellyache all you want to. That's it. Thank you, my friend. So with your friend Jimmy, who just called, there is uh-huh. no situation where there are more votes counted than voters eligible to vote. Now, just think about that. That just is not going 
to happen. So well, we're it, in the now, South it certainly Carolina. can happen if, in fact, there is some form of fraud taking place, Paul. If, in fact, uh, you have more people voting than uh, are eligible to vote. Uh, Again, it wouldn't be a very smart thing on the part of the fraudulent uh, people if, in fact, fraud is involved. But to say it couldn't happen uh, would not be necessarily true. To uh, Bob in Boiling okay. Springs. Hello, Bob. Hello, Jim. Um, the, um, you were earlier talking about what are the deadlines for the Supreme Court to intervene. Well, no, there's no and... deadline for the Supreme Court to intervene. There is a deadline for states to certify votes, which is on December the 8th, and there is a deadline for the Electoral College to cast their ballots, which is December 14th. There is no deadline for the Supreme Court to be involved. That's correct. But uh, on one occasion, 1960, Hawaii sent in dual a list of uh, presidential electors, and uh, it did not affect the uh, electoral outcome. Of course, Kennedy stole that election to start with. Probably. Uh, It is a pretty good guess that, in fact, fact, uh, uh, Illinois uh, and uh, Mayor uh, Richard Daley probably stole that election. That's correct. As As well as Texas. But uh, the question came up, those have to be the, the, uh, elez- the presidential electors choices are opened in a joint session of Congress. That, and, yes, and that comes uh, up in January where the votes are counted. That is correct. Okay. And the question came up in 1948. The, they were dealing with the FDR uh, too many terms issue. And, well, in 1948, uh, of course, uh, FDR had already died, and uh, Harry Truman uh, was uh, going up against Tom Dewey in 1948. What I'm saying is the congressmen were dealing with the question of what if we have dual uh, presidential electors presented by the states, and uh, people wanted well, to— Well, the, state, the states are the ones who must certify which that. set of electors is, in fact, to be certified. That's an issue for the states to decide. Uh, but it goes beyond that. What if the joint session of Congress uh, refuses to accept the decision, the electors that are sent to them? They're not that empowered to refuse. Their their job is to count them. They're not there to judge what the states do. The states they have the final say. They are counted by the vice president, but the joint the, the, session They are counted. The vice president Senate reads the, the results. Congress. That is true. But the Congress does not decide which sets are, in fact, valid. The states decide that. that the state legislature. Go look at Cornell Law School discussion of this, 1948. That's well, not I wouldn't know resolved. about a Cornell Law School discussion in 1948, but the states determine through their legislatures which set of electors are to be sent to the Congress. Right, and Sorry. they could still set uh, electors beyond those that were chosen by the popular vote. In fact, Florida well, they, they can absolutely ignore the popular vote. You are correct. Now, if you would like to continue the conversation, stay on the line. And we'll continue here. Uh, Jimbo for Bobby Mack. It's 15 before 5. Afternoon, all, and thank you for being with us. It's 10 minutes before the hour of 5 o'clock at 106.3. And right back to your calls, I would note, by the way, that Michigan has now certified Joe Biden as the victor in the Michigan presidential election race. The uh, president is still uh, pursuing an appeal 
in uh, Pennsylvania's race, and uh, it probably doesn't look too good for the president to prevail in that appeal either. Uh, so we'll see. Right now, things are not going too well. Uh, Bob in Boiling Springs chose not to stay with us, but here's Jan in Greer. Good afternoon, Jan. Yes, hi, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. Uh-huh. Uh, I wanted to know why the constitutional approach uh, heading up to the Supreme Court isn't more widely discussed, uh, because at the onset of the show today, you seemed pretty pessimistic that Trump had any hope. Why don't we discuss the constitutional approach more? I'm happy to discuss the constitutional approach. I'm merely looking at uh, at what I see out there. Now, is there a legitimate basis for the president to want more at more time and uh, to uh, to be concerned about some aspects of this election? Yes, there is. I'm simply am noting the betting odds. But now by the constitutional approach, what portion of the constitution are you talking about here? That they're going to uh discuss only state legislatures can set the voter rules. Only well, the state legislatures can determine each- which which set of electors are, in fact, uh, the ones uh, uh, certified to be sent to uh, Congress for counting on uh, the the day the new Congress convenes in in Washington in January to uh, to count the votes and make it all official. The, the state right, legislatures right. have no, that no. authority. Yes. No, these were the most recent uh, democratic changes that were done by everybody except the state legislatures. And then the second one is they're going to go after the equal protection voter rules, just like they did with Gore v. Uh, Bush. But uh, everybody was making these changes uh, for the rules very recently. Well, I'm not sure uh, what changes you're talking that- about constitutionally. I mean, the states still determine through their legislatures what set of electors are to be be certified. Things like 90 days, I don't know whether it was uh, Michigan or Pennsylvania, but things like 90 days before this election, governors or uh, assistant district attorneys were changing the voting rules. You can accept Well, now there are cases in which courts change the voting rules. Certainly in Pennsylvania, the state Supreme Court uh, changed the rules uh, to allow for more uh, mail-in voting, which is a clear violation. Yes. Go ahead. See, that's the thing. That's the thing uh, that Mark Levin continues to bring home is that it doesn't matter whether it was the Pope that made the changes or the Supreme Court. Only the state legislatures can meet and decide and change the voter rule procedure. By by law, that is correct. But, of course, the state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania made the ruling, and, in fact, the change was made, and that's how people voted. So, in fact, although Mark Levin is quite correct, that wasn't what happened in Pennsylvania. Well, whichever states there were, there were also examples of what happened in Georgia. But that's the constitutional approach that they're going to take, their meaning the the Trump uh, lawyer team. I don't know why that isn't more uh, heavily discussed because of the equal voter protection uh, rules were the winning ticket for Gore v. Bush. Well, I don't rec- the issue, of course, in Gore v. Bush had to do with the state of Florida and the state of Florida alone. And I don't recall that that there was anything at that time that had to do with uh, whether or not the state legislature uh, 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 
certified this or that uh, slate of electors. I only know that in that particular case, it was an issue of of uh, recounts and whether they should be statewide recounts or recounts in certain areas. But but uh, granted, the Constitution should be the final guideline, and we're going to go to Carol here to try to get Carol on before uh, we come to the break. But I would I would note, Jan, that uh, the constitutional guidelines were not followed in Pennsylvania. The state Supreme Court of Pennsylvania uh, has the same authority as you or me or the uh, Rotary Club of uh, Pennsylvania. That is to say, no authority. And they did interject themselves. And in fact, what happened, what the state Supreme Court said in Pennsylvania happened. Now, surely that the U.S. Supreme Court, and there is no basis for saying that a state Supreme Court, any authority over a state this specific federal role. Here's Carol in Spartanburg, five minutes before five. Hi, I'll make oh. this quick. Hi, Carol. Because you're, most of your, you're so patient with your callers who go on and on and on. My comment is it ain't over until the fat lady sings. And I have great respect for Sidney Powell. I think it's going to hinge on this, uh, on the corruption of the computers. And she said once, I don't say anything unless I can prove it. She doesn't need to provide That's been my experience evidence. with Sydney. I've interviewed Sydney a number of times, and uh, her, th- what yeah. she is charging is, is monumental. So she'd better have some serious goods. But again, that would be my experience I with know. Sydney. But let's hear it. She does have a secret witness, very highly placed, that... Um, I, I, knows exactly what's going on with the computers and how that how they are used and misused and if she can use him you know in her case i i think it will it will be very helpful and and might make a difference but um well i certainly hope so as i say the the, the magnitude of her charges the the biggest scandal in american history she'd better have the goods Right, right. I know. I was shocked about the, you know, the overseas element that they they added. I wish they hadn't. Well, even beyond that, that the, the, the Republican governor of Georgia is somehow involved in this. I mean, as I say, she has uh, she has reached far here. She'd better have the goods to deliver. Right. I agree. Uh, I agree. This. I agree. And we just have to. I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because I yeah. I can't believe she would go out this far out on a limb and not be able to you know, justify it or prove it. That's my experience with Sidney Powell. I have have, uh, dealt with her on a number of occasions, and I think you're right. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but... uh uh, this that if she can back it up is as I said the biggest scandal in American history. Period. Jimbo for Bobby Mack, and the time now is uh, three minutes before the hour of five p.m. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.